You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Demon Slayer Manga Reading Club, part of the Weird Science Family of Manga Podcast. And I just want to say before we jump into this, we did start a Spy Family Reading Club. There's one episode up so far. If you want to subscribe or listen to that or both, go and either look up Weird Science Manga Spy X Family. That'll get you there wherever you're listening to this. Or you can go and look in the show notes of this here podcast, and there'll be a campsite bio link to all of the reading clubs. You can click on there, and it'll give you information of all sorts of places that you could subscribe to all of the reading clubs. So there's seven right now, as well as our main feed show, where we do our Manga Monday episodes. But with that, before we start, go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga where you can get up to nine episodes early access of our manga monday show and a bunch of the reading clubs each and every week are put up a little bit early if we get them done early that's an if and especially if luke hollywood's recording doesn't get completely messed up and i have to re-record this and that's what i'm doing right now they ended up changing up the way that you record off the software that we use And I think that that update ended up not liking the Demon Slayer as much as most people do, it seems. And Luke Hollywood, I don't know, it seemed to think that Luke ended up muting his mic, but I heard him the whole time. But his track was completely blank. So we won't tell him that. We'll say he did a banger job in what is a banger chapter. This was his chapter of the week. If you end up listening to our Chainsaw Man podcast, at the end of that, we give our chapter of the week. And he did give this one. The chapter of the week, though, he had a a big problem with and it kind of starts with the title. This is chapter 14, Kibitsuji's Wrath slash The Smell of Enchanting Blood. Now you have a two part title and this issue did feel a bit like you have two stories jammed together a bit. He ended up saying that I agreed that it felt a little disjointed between what we get from Muzan Kibitsuji, who I'll continue calling Muzan here. And if you don't remember He is the smooth criminal. And I'll tell you, he looks just like Michael Jackson from the smooth criminal video. I don't care what anybody says. He's Michael Jackson. But you end up where you have his little deal going on. And then you also have Tanjiro who runs into two demons that have kind of an interesting backstory that we'll get to when they show up. We don't get their names yet. I'll give you their names when they do show up. And we'll talk a little bit about them then. But to start off, you have to remember that Tanjiro was in town with a few days to thrill, I think. And he ends up and he's there to take down two demons. Well, when he gets into town, he sees Muzan. This is a crazy deal. This could have ended everything right then and there. He goes running at Muzan in the middle of a crowd. And Muzan then is there with a woman and a little girl. That threw Tanjiro off, especially because this is the demon to end all demons. This is the baddest of the bad. And there he is with what might even be a human wife and daughter. It's crazy. It throws him off. He doesn't want to behead Muzan in front of this little girl. And the deal of him kind of being distracted by that allowed Muzan then to just be the bad of the bad. He ends up slashing just some rando who was walking by. It was in the really wrong place at the really wrong time. 
and this guy turns into a demon. That's what happens. And that was the distraction to cause the commotion so that you can't have Tanjiro attack Muzan because he's got to do something about this demon, this guy. And this guy was there just with a girl, and she's freaking out because this guy who's now a demon is attacking her. And that is the big deal. Tanjiro has to save this woman from what might even be her boyfriend, husband, whatever, who's now a demon. And he does. He goes. Everybody's like, they're all confused. They don't know what's happening. They don't quite know that this guy has been turned into a demon. They certainly wouldn't have seen how it happened. And so, what's going on? Oh, my God, there's blood. What's that? Tanjiro has to react. If he doesn't, this girl is dead. And a lot of the crowd would be dead as Muzam will just, you know, strut off. So he goes and he tackles the guy. But remember, nobody knows what's going on. This looks like just a fight. This just looks like trouble. He does end up as he's going. It's pretty cool. He grabs his scarf, part of his clothing as he's going. He tackles the guy and then shoves the cloth into the demon's mouth so he can't bite down. That's pretty smart. That shows you Tanjiro's pretty kick butt here. You end up where this girl then says, dear, wondering what happened to her man. And Tanjiro says, ma'am, don't worry about him. I'll take care of him. You take care of your of yourself. You're cut. It's not fatal. You'll be fine. But please put pressure on the wound. He is now he's like an EMT slash demon hunter slayer. And he's desperately trying to keep this guy from getting up. And he says this man hasn't killed anybody yet. So I have to stop him while that's going on. This woman and child are all upset, wondering, oh, my God, you know, talking to Muzan seemingly has a different name. Like, oh, honey, what what's going on? I don't know. That kid seems crazy. And that's what a lot of people think, because this just ended up happening. And so Muzan, he's getting away. Tanjiro's freaking out. He can't let this demon go. If he lets this new demon, this guy go, he is going to kill people. He has to stop him. He doesn't seem to want to kill him, though. This is the kind of play here of, I think Tanjiro feels responsible. If he wasn't there, there wouldn't have needed to be a distraction. Plus, remember, his sister is a demon. Nezuko is a demon as well. And this poor girl is right there. She's not going to want to see this guy get beheaded, all this. So he's trying to subdue the demon while Muzan's just, you know, waltzing away. So he yells out, and this is a ballsy move. He yells out, nobody will know what he's talking about. He's yelling specifically to Muzan. Again, sounds crazy. Uh, yells, Muzan Kibutsuji, excuse me. Wherever you go, you won't get away from me. And the, the wife and the kid, well, what is wrong with him? They keep doing this. And then he continues, I'll follow you to the depths of hell, and your neck will feel the edge of my sword. So he yells out, the crowd hears this. Most, and I say most, will not understand what he means. In the meantime, I don't think Muzan at the beginning thought that Tanjiro was that much of a threat. He's just going to cause this issue. Oh, these demon hunters, these demon slayers, they think they can come and get me. I'm going to cause a distraction. I'm just going to waltz away. But he looks at Tanjiro. First off, I think that Tanjiro steps it up with this yelling. But when you end up having Muzan look over, he sees Tanjiro's earrings and these cause a bit of a flashback where somebody else had said I'll never forgive you and had those earrings and it does physically make Muzan shiver and that's big even this this early we haven't seen obviously much of Muzan but seeing his eyes widen up those evil 
demonized that I swear to God, that woman and the child has to look at him right now and go, what the heck is going on with you? Holy moly. But he says those earrings and he shivers. And it's a big, like almost like a, a sound effect. It's so big. And that's when the police show up. The police were called. There's a disturbance. Oh, my God, this guy's ranting and raving, yelling about killing people and slicing their necks. I mean, just imagine we're following Tanjiro. So we understand it. But if you were in the middle of, say, Times Square and somebody tackles somebody and then yells off into the distance, I'm going to slice your head off. You're going to think something's up. And the police think something's up. Most people do. Oh, my God, look at that crazed guy. The police come in trying to figure it out. Oh, my God, are they drunk? Is this a fight? What's going on? They're going to want to separate Tanjiro from this guy. But if they do that, that guy is just going to start chomping on people. So Tanjiro desperately is saying, don't do this. Let me hold him. I'm the one who has to hold him. I'm the one who has experience. I'm the only one who can subdue him. And then yells out. And again, a crowd is gathered. And you do end up having this one panel where, oh, okay, you have the crowd. But there's these two characters that are right in the middle. The way the framing is and why we're getting this, it's like, it's very odd thinking, well, who are they? But their faces are like blanked out. But you still can tell in in a real subtle way that I thought was cool that they are somebody who are listening in and might be important, which they are in a couple panels, because you end up having Tanjiro yell, stop, I don't want this person to kill anyone. Don't interfere, please. And I said earlier, the idea that he isn't just killing this guy. He must want to save at least everybody from seeing it. But it's weird. You you get these weird deals about this and doesn't say, I don't want this demon to kill this. That might be the proper thing to say. This might actually let people know, okay, that's what he's doing. Hey, look, and and actually look at him and say, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a demon slayer. Oh, my God, I got to get out of here. But he says, stop, I don't want this person. To kill anyone, don't interfere, please. So how is this going to you know, transpire? What's going to happen here? Because the police will probably try to separate them. These policemen, if they do, are probably dead, as well as everybody else, unless, you know, Tanjiro can then. But again, you might be turning in all of a sudden exponentially. You have 50 demons now here. That's trouble. That's big trouble. So all of this going down, suddenly you just see a hand. It's a weird page turn. You see a hand, an arm hands all clawed up and then what i find to be very disgusting whoever this is ends up clawing up their arm blood is going everywhere there's a loud sound effect for this that's like Zriet. i don't know how that plays out but it's disgusting and blood is pouring and you get this deal that says scent of illusory blood visual dream so all this is going down. We can't, it's, it's a little confusing at first. But in that, Tanjiro, because he has that sniffer, he does. He smells something. What is that smell? It's obviously smelling other demon blood. There's a lot going on in this little bit demon-wise, especially with Muzan being there as well. So he says, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, he can't see. Everything blacks out. And he says, whoa, what's this pattern? I can't see anything. And then kind of comes to, he's still there on top of that guy who's a demon. He's still subduing him, but he seems to be in some voyeur with a lot of flowers, a ton of flowers around. And he's trying to get his wits to himself. Oh my God, is this some sort of attack? Oh no. Me and Luke, when we talked about it, we didn't know if this was like, you know, from Saved by the Bell, a little Zach timeout. 
This is the illusory blood visual dream. And it's to kind of make like a pocket dimension. It looks like so that these two demons that we see now, these were the ones in the crowd. They want to talk to Tanjiro. And the big play of it is you still use the word person for this demon. You still call demons persons. They don't know yet, obviously, of Nezuko. But this will probably be something that you would have Tanjiro explain. He does not. He he really is a nice guy. He doesn't even look down on demons. He's calling them people still. This is something that most walk-a-day Joes and Janes don't do. But yet here's a demon slayer who doesn't treat demons any worse. It's it pretty much the way it, it is to me. The way that it plays out in this is that most people look at demons oh my god they're horrible monsters where uh, tenjiro looks at them as they just are sick they have a sickness and he's hoping there is a cure because he wants to cure his sister but because of that that's how i play it up he looks at it as more of people are sick not monsters that sort of play and this really intrigues these two which as they say we want to help you and you try to help them So you're trying to help this demon. You're not killing him right away. You're trying to subdue him. You don't want him to taste blood. You don't want to have that maybe somehow he can convince. It's a weird play. I mean, is he going to do this where, okay, if I can subdue him, then talk to this girl, say, listen, get this like bamboo stick and put it in his mouth. And he can come with me. We'll have this whole deal. Next, it's like demons across Japan, right? Instead of the hands across America. It's a weird play, but that's how he reacted but you end up having and it's a girl and a guy demon the girl says we shall help you because you are helping him we're gonna help you tenjiro's still like what the heck i think i'm in concussion protocol he's in the tent they're they're doing tests on him he's like what happened who hit me what train and then he goes well well, you're sent though why you're you're demons and she says yes i am a demon but i'm also a doctor and i would also like to see Kibutsuji obliterated So she throws that in That's a really quick way to end the scene She heard him Talking crap She heard Tanjiro talking crap To Muzan saying I will find you I will slice your head off You can't run from me You're always going to be looking back And, and I'll be there they, they heard this And this seems to be something And it's kind of a way to open up And it really does open up the world a bit here Not even a bit It opens up quite a bit Because of the idea that there are demons now that we see That want to take down Muzan If it's me thinking of what that means It's that they just want to die You know, we just want to go We don't want to be this thing that we hate We were turned into it. We have some sense to ourselves. Even this girl who says I'm a demon and also a doctor probably is like, I just was somebody who wanted to help people. Now I'm a demon. You know, I don't like this. So we'll have to see. But you do get that thing that triggers in your brain. Okay, a demon doctor might know something to help Nezuko. So that's big. That seems really big, really important. Now, I'll tell you, these two are, and we'll get their names later, but we right here, I'll tell you, they're Tameo. And Yashiro, and they're two demons in town. These were the demons that originally you had Tanjiro coming to town to kill. He was going there to kill these two demons. You see that they're not quite as bad as what you might have thought, and they would have died. If he didn't run into Muzan, had all this troubles, whatnot, he would have probably hunted them down, and somebody was dying. 
probably them. And this was revealed in the first fan book of Demon Slayer. So it's just kind of a side note. It's kind of a neat little thing. When I was doing my research and reading this, I thought that it was a cool thing to pass on by. This is where we get that disjointed nature, though, of the story. Boom. From there. Hey, we want to help. I'm a doctor and we want to take down Muzan, too. We can join up. Boom. You switch to then Muzan getting home with the woman and child and saying, I'm going to go. I have some meetings or something. I got to go. Now, you would think he would have spelled this out before. They were just walking around. It looks like it's midnight. I mean, they, they must be like, what? Daddy's going to the midnight meetings again. Oh, bye. You know, see you later. And he says, I'm going to go talk to the police to say to keep, you know, a watch out. That was crazy with that guy, right? It's these earrings that threw him. And so he ends up and he's walking away. He's walking wherever he's walking. Again, there's a lot of wrong place, wrong time deal. These three, it looks like two guys and a girl are walking down an alley, possibly drunk, maybe high, maybe something else. I don't know. They end up kind of bumping in to Muzan. They can just keep walking. This is a hint. There's crazy people out there. This is more of a tip. There's crazy. It's not worth, like, you don't know that the person who just cut you off has their own sort of road rage. So just like, hey, you know, chalk it up as, hey, luckily nobody got hurt. <laughs> Let's go. You start causing problems with people. The other person may be awful. And they, these three are messing with the wrong demon here. This is Muzan. Holy crap. And they end up, hey, man, you bumped into me. I've I've seen this scene a million times. When I went to college in West Virginia, this was on the reg. You couldn't even get to class with somebody bumping and starting a fight. It was crazy. It was like the Wild West. And they say, oh, man, what are you doing there, pal? And Muzan says, my apologies. Doesn't really look up. Really looks like Michael Jackson here. I'm not going to hit the deal. But in that, he's, he's going to go. You You guys, you three, you're drunk. Go home. Sleep it off. Come on, you can wake up the next day. You won't even remember this. And this guy can't stop. This guy is a hothead. Hey, wait a minute. And you end up, Muzan again, gives him another opportunity. Excuse me, but I'm in a hurry. Oh, that's still not a good for, you know, drunky Johnny here. Who's like, hey, hey, those are some fancy duds here. Now you're getting into, this guy's obviously a nasty drunk. And he's one of those guys of, what, you think you're too good for me? And usually these kind of guys, it doesn't matter what you would. You tying your shoes? What? You think you're too good for me? You think I can't tie my shoes? Let's fight. They want to fight at every drop of anything. And that's what happens. And the problem is he starts insulting Muzan. Muzan still, in my mind, is just going to say, this is a nothing. This thing is nothing to me. I'm just going to keep going. I have better things and bigger things to do. And instead the guy goes, hey. And I don't like it. With your pale face, you look half dead. Boom. That is a trigger. We have to remember that. The trigger of Muzan is somebody saying that he looks dead, half dead, doesn't look human. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. There might be layers, and I'm sure there are. But when he hears that, he stops, and his eyes get huge. All up until now, it's a very, very big thing of not even showing his face it's all you know it's got the shadow of the hat you're not seeing those eyes he just wants to get where he's going and go after tanjiro but instead this guy has to say you look half dead boom eyes are shining and there is trouble and as we saw when he turned that one guy into a demon last chapter he is quick and in an instant 
a blink of an eye, he just ends up without even turning his body towards this guy, just boom, hits him. And this guy conks into the brick wall. He's dead. I mean, this is such a force. It says bonk, but I think it should say crash, bam, thank you, ma'am. I mean, it hits this wall with such force. Well, the girl of the trio goes to see if this guy is okay, and this guy is Ya-Chan. I I still like, you know, drunken Johnny, but we'll go Ya-Chan. This other guy with him is this big, bald dude, looks like a really hulking Mr. Clean. He goes over, and he's like, hey, what are you doing to my little brother? Again, this guy didn't start it, but I get the idea that Ya-Chan, who's now got a caved-in skull and is dead, likes to start things because you know big guy here is going to step in. He's all talk, and you end up big guy Mr. Clean comes in to clean up. That's why I call him Mr. Clean. He ain't cleaning up anything here because he's going against Muzan. He is towering over him. I mean, he is at least three foot taller than Muzan. Muzan, again, without really even bending over anything, just kicks this guy up into the air above the building's Nice kick. I mean, he is as flexible as a Jean-Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport. I'll give him credit. That Muzan might be bad to the bone, but he has a little Jean-Claude in him. He ends up kicking this guy up in the air. As the guy's up in the air, I don't know if you ever heard the song, It's Raining Men. Uh, well, it's raining blood here. All this blood spurting out of this guy goes down onto this girl and the dead Yachen. All this stuff going on. Everybody's dying. This girl doesn't know what's going on when Muzan goes up to her. And says, hey, how do I look? Is my complexion poor to you? Do I look pale? Do I look sickly? And it's just, it ends up being so creepy and just evil. The idea of like, please, girl, say that he looks good. I mean, say that, even if you have to lie. I'd like it if she's just one of those people like, I can't lie. You do look pale. Oh, you're so sickly. You should eat better. But no, she doesn't really say anything. So what would she say? She can't even say a word at this point because she just saw the two guys she was with get obliterated. One of them being kicked into the air. The guy's like nine foot tall. It's like Andre the Giant uh, and says, do I look like I'm dying? Does it seem like I don't? And he isn't really giving her a chance to, to talk back either. It's like one of those, you know, is my face pale? Do I look sickly? Do I look like I'm dying? Like she's like, ah, ah, ah. She's sweating all over. And yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, no. And he says, uh, you know, do I have long to live? And he goes, I am an entirely different creature than you. And then ends up poking her forehead. The problem is he's not just poking. There's a lot of these page turns in this of, oh, that's not that bad. Oh, my God. You turn the page and his finger is in her forehead and just going into her brain. That's bad enough. I thought he was giving her like a lobotomy. But what he says is, you know, a a large amount of my blood in you. And again, we know he can turn people into demons. But he says, if I put a lot in there, your body's not going to be able to change or keep up with that transformation. You're going to rupture. Your cells will rupture. And let's see what that does. And ends up in that probably gets to the bone in there, twists a little, cuts his finger, blood all in her then. And she just ends up. You know, expanding and blowing up as he snaps his fingers. She's done. These three people should have minded their own business and went home and, and slept it off. They did not, and now they're dead. I still blame, you know, drunken Johnny 
who started the whole thing thinking that it was funny and that he can get his big brother there to, to kind of, you know, pick up the pieces. Well, somebody's going to have to pick up the pieces because there's a lot in the Sally. Well, with that, you might think, hey, all of a sudden two people showed up. They're just there. You don't see their faces. They're there against the wall. They seem to come out of nowhere and they say, we will do as you wish to Muzan. He seems to have summoned them. And he ends up with the end of the chapter. Muzan looks at them. And and again, what makes Muzan even more, you know, terrible and more bad and scary is he doesn't really react much to killing three people. He ends up really being casual. You know, it's casual Friday every day for Muzan, especially because he's dressed up like Michael Jackson from the Smooth Criminal video. I mean, if you can dress like that and play it off, I mean, you're going to moonwalk everywhere, first off, and look cool doing it. But even then, he ends up just like, eh, bring me the head of the demon hunter with the earrings that look like Hanafudu cards. Got it? And they go off to get it. So this is one of the first times where instead of Tanjiro on the attack, on the offensive, yeah, he trained for a lot. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the idea that Somebody is now after him. He's not aware of that. In the meantime, he seems to be hooking up with these two demons who want to take down Muzan, might actually have information about healing Nezuko. I'm afraid they're just going to say, no, that can't be done, but we'll see. And in all of this, you continue getting Muzan just being just such a bad butt that he's scary. He really is. And it shocked me that we got Tanjiro finding Muzan that quickly. But now the play is to find him and show he might not be ready and nobody might be ready for just the evilness. And it's not just the power. It's not the power levels here. It's just the pure evilness. And I think that he'll take advantage because remember Tanjiro, his main power is being a good guy. He's a swell guy who wants to help everybody, including demons. That's definitely a weak spot for a demon hunter. Also, this guy ends up having connection to a little girl and a lady that might be something that'll take advantage of. This guy is pure evil. We'll have to see, but it's a banger of chapter with that, even with kind of the disjointed nature of it. A lot of setting things up, but the setting up thing, it, it's awesome. So I'm actually going to raise my score a bit. And for this point, I'm going to go a 9.1 out of 10. Uh, Luke gave it an 8.8. I still think he went low. I think that if we talked about it again, because he was a little confused as I was, at some of the transitions and things like that. But now talking about it also, I went a lot longer than me and him did because of how good it is. And maybe that's something I don't know. If I talk by myself, I just keep on going and going. But that's that. I hope you will forgive me for not having Luke here. Uh, and I hope that you still enjoyed listening to this chapter that I thought was a banger. It is one of my favorites of the week. And this was a strong week. This really is a strong week for all of the books that we're doing so that's always a cool thing as we go forward but i hope you enjoyed it as i said please go to our twitter at weird manga follow us we'll follow you back and then please yeah check out our patreon patreon.com slash weird science manga if you're enjoying this and want to give us a little hand things like that keep things going yeah just give us give us a check out all the links to all the other uh, reading clubs and the regular podcast and the Patreon and the Twitter, all that stuff is in our show notes in the campsite bio. So check those out. Yeah, thanks everybody. And we had talked about it when we first recorded that the Demon Slayer one 
uh, you know, I, I want to thank everybody listening to this personally, because this is the one that's actually the biggest one that we did. And I wanted to give all of these reading clubs their own little space. That's why we started their own feeds to see hopefully what was popular and maybe get what isn't. But hopefully everything is, you know, that whole play. But Demon Slayer's killing. They're killing every other one. So thank you specifically to everybody who listens to this. And if you like it and you keep listening, please try to rate and review it, especially on Apple Podcasts. That's the one that everything flows through. Even it's weird, too, because I told my wife, hey, we, we don't get many reviews on the Apple Podcasts for these yet. I thought we'd get a couple more reviews. And she said, like, nah, nobody listens to the Apple Podcasts. It's terrible. I hate it. She listens to a lot of podcasts, none which are mine. She listens to all true crime stuff and that stuff. Uh, but she hates Apple. So I understand that. But if you have it there, even if you don't listen all the time on that, but if you do have the app, even if you want to download or whatever, and you can give us a little bit of a push by rating and reviewing all of these, especially this Demon Slayer. But I'm going way too long. I'm yipping and a yapping with my motor mouth, and I'm going to go now. So thanks, everybody. Luke will be back next week, as I said. And we'll go through the rest. And he's on the other ones. I ended up checking. If you also listen to Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man, those seem to be okay. It was just this one that ended up failing. So thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this. We'll see Luke next week. And I'll talk to you all then. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.